With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, baby, we got NBA playoff action. Left and right. I want to know, big man, are you dressed up in Lakers gear? Do you have the Lakers mask on? Do you have the Lakers hazmat suit on? What's going on here? I know. I I don't have that on, but I do have my Laker hat on, just like Don Brown. My guy. Don Brown. Rocking the purple and gold. Huh? How about Lee Robert DeLapp the fourth? Any Lakers gear from him? He has Steve DeSager? La- he has a Laker hat on as well, as well as uh Laker boxer briefs. For whatever reason, I don't know why he doesn't have his pants on in there. <laughs> but I just got here, so I'm not gonna even ask questions. I don't know what that is. It's game three. You know, series knotted at one game apiece. Lee's not messing around. Okay, pants free game three. Okay, I got you. Yep, he. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't have Lakers shorts. He went with the briefs. I, went with look, the briefs I, I don't today. know. I don't know what the guys are doing, but uh, he's standing against the wall in the corner with his mask uh, around the back of his head and his pants off. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I guess the first place we got to start off, big man. I don't want to go here, but it's the most impactful uh, deal that we have. It's injuries. When you have Dame. Damian Lillard, the stud guard for the Portland Trailblazers, he's got the dislocated left index finger. Mm-hmm. Also, Luka Doncic, who oh. is sensational with the left ankle sprain, going to be a game-time decision. So those two injuries in particular, if we go in order, let's start with Dame. What do you anticipate from Dame today against the Lakers? Well, I know he's going to play. We, we, we all know that. And it's – look – if you've never done it, which he said he's never done that before, I've done it multiple times. That's the business I was in. Jammed, dislocated, broken fingers. Uh, the first time, it's a little unnerving. Um, the funny part is he's right-handed. It's going to affect him on his crossover. It's going to affect his guide hand on his shot. And the bottom line is if he can manage the pain 
then it is what it is. Because you, at, at a certain point, you just block it out. Right? I broke my, <laughs> I'll never forget this. I broke two of my fingers uh, on one hand, and I shattered my knuckle on my left uh, in the same year. And I started 14 games at offensive tackle like that. Mm. And on the left side, as was, they're trying was, to run around your awful. left side. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, the pain was so bad, it kept me up at night. But I didn't miss a snap, didn't miss a play. So uh, just as long as you can manage the pain, he should be okay. Uh, if he can just, you know, get out of his own head, just let it come to him. Don't try to force things to 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 make you feel like you're okay. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. – Try not to pay. The more you don't pay attention to it, the better off you'll be. Yeah, and he'll wear a splint today. And you know his game. He's not just a spot-up shooter, you know. He's a guy who drives to the rack. He uses his left hand. Getting to the rack, finishing on layups. So I'm going to be interested to see how he plays with it. I think he's going to be all right. I don't anticipate this significantly hampering him. I think he's going to find a way to be effective. I'll tell you this. If he doesn't have a great game, I think it's going to be more about the Lakers' defense keying in on him and making the Blazers beat them with their role players doing damage. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be the left finger for Dame. If anything, this is going to sound counterintuitive, it might lock him in even more. Because sometimes when you have an injury, if you have an illness, the special players, they lock in even more. I wouldn't be surprised if Dame has a really good game today. Well, we expect him to, um, injury or not. Like I said, it'd be different if it was on a shooting hand. As long as he can manage that, and 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 my opinion, we're gonna see probably two different finger um, splints because if it's not going for him the first half or the first quarter with the one he has on, I'm pretty sure he's gonna change it to something else. So just keep that in mind. You know, guys, when they're – you see it all the time. Guy hurts his knee, gets his knee taped or a brace, and then he comes – you know, he's not he's not in rhythm. So he comes up, they change the brace. So it could be the same brace, different, you know, different color, whatever that is. Uh, that tends to happen a lot to, to uh, professional athletes. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance – Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. Sticking with injuries. Let's get to Luca. Legs with Luca, and it caused Luca to sprain his left ankle. I, by the way, I don't know what's going on with, with players getting injured against Kawhi Leonard's teams. I don't know what's going on with that. Well, go ahead. <laughs> it's like I'm going back it. to the finals last year. Uh, well, KD and, hmm. and uh, Clay Thompson went down. It's just... I don't know what it is with Kawhi on the floor and other guys are dropping like flies. It's a weird thing, but this absolutely changes the entire complexion of the series between the Mavs and the Clippers with Luka being significantly hampered. They have no chance without him. No, is this a safe space? Because sometimes when I get on different shows where I I co-host, like I I co-hosted on Thursday and the odd couple I was in for Chris Broussard. Uh Uh-huh. you know, Rob's, I, 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 is Rob sensitive? Is that what you're saying? No, no, here? no. I, I'm just no. saying, you know, Rob is very aggressive when it comes to uh, Laker hate okay. and Clipper. That the Clippers are getting the breaks of all breaks, especially in this series, right? 
first game, close game, Porzingis, an all-star, gets thrown out. That's 20 and 12 points gone off the floor. Yeah. yeah. Right? Early in the third quarter. Early in the, the third quarter. Yeah. Right? I mean, that changed the whole uh, the, the whole trajectory of the game. What? And it was garbage, too, by the way. You're right. That's, it was terrible. It was terrible. But nevertheless, it is what it is. Yep. Come out game two, uh, Dallas is at full strength. They smack the Clippers. Smack them. You come out in game three, right. You got a game. It's a good game going back and forth. Boom. Freak injury. Star point guard. Point guard of all point guards. Averaging, uh, almost averaging a triple-double in the playoffs. He gets hurt. He can't come back into the game. They only win by, what, eight? So my whole thing is... I, I mean, I don't know. What, what, what's going on here? Is this is, is, is either luck is on their side? Because this is a different series, in my opinion, if Porzingis doesn't get thrown out and Luka doesn't get yeah. get hurt. Well, that's what that's now. what I'm that's what I'm noticing. Yeah, I I'll I'll play uh, Rob Parker, devil's advocate. I guess you know I'll channel my inner Rob Parker because just say hater. It's fine. You can say <laughs> hater. <laughs> slash hater. Yeah. Um, the obvious response would be. Well, if you look at the Blazers, they're the walking wounded, too. You got Dame, who we think is going to be okay with the left index finger, but Zach Collins is out. He's not going to play at all during this series. And that's a big deal because the Lakers are just doing damage with their front court. Now, I'll say this. but I'm going to stop you there. All right, Dame's not going to miss any time. He's going to play. Zach Collins, did he make the all-star team? No. Ever? No. Okay, they do have a, a a guy for whatever reason isn't playing a lot, Hassan Whiteside, who uh-huh. was an All Star at one point. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like their their intricate pieces are 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 missing there, right? They actually got healthier. Portland got healthier from the time the world turned off until until the time the bubble got restarted. Yeah. So that I mean that's why they don't look like the same team that muddled through uh, last regular season. Right, they they look like a more aggressive, dominant eighth seed uh, with firepower at both guards positions. They're both big. Uh, they got two uh, formidable bigs with even without Collins. So I, uh, you know, missing missing somebody like Luca or Porzingis opposed to Collins. Yeah. Well, you, the you whole thing I mean? is Dame. If Dame was, if that left finger is, yeah, really if Dame can't Dame. play, then now yeah. we had that's this now we can open it up to that. Right, but we're not expecting that. So, yeah, the Lakers have been helped out. Uh, they haven't been helped out as much as the Clippers no. have. With the injury it's, bug and the ejection bug. I don't know what else we would call that. The right? Clippers are finding a way to win. There's a difference. They're finding a way to pull out these games. And, yeah, and, and, and Kawhi Leonard's been special. And that's, no the guy, and, that's the, the, and that's the revelation, right? We're still w- waiting for Paul George to show up Where to the playoffs. Where is playoff P? Hey, Where, this guy has been invisible the last two games. Look, just look at his history. And I'm not saying that that's going to be what it is this year. I've always been a fan of Paul George. In those early Indiana-Cleveland uh, days – LeBron James has had a problem with Paul George. He just could, for whatever reason, he couldn't stay in front of him, right? That guy was aggressive, assertive, but he could never really get his team over the hump. And even when he's gone other places with other superstars, namely OKC, it's just like 
yeah, we're waiting for him to 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 come out and 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 play like he does in a regular season. And and I don't know if that's they haven't played a lot together. Kawhi is in playoff mode. Kawhi has had uh, success in the playoff. He knows what what's needed of him, no matter what team he's on. We've seen that two years in a row. And so I don't know if he's deferring or he's watching Kawhi take over or, or or something like that. I mean, this is before the series. If these two individuals were to get to the finals, we would have said, well, it's a coin flip on who's going to be the finals MVP because they're both spectacular. Well, we know who's going to It's not even – you keep the coin in your pocket. Right, we're not gonna even get to that, but they gotta they gotta really get it together. And Paul George has to really come out this game and assert himself, uh, their their next game and and be dominant, right? Like he has to call his own number and he has to let the offense run through him. Yeah, he's just been bad and he's just had a couple of off shooting games. He's had plenty of very good games alongside Kawhi Leonard, so it's not as if just playing along Kawhi, he's just a shell of himself. He's still a really good player. Yeah, he's he is. had two horrible shooting performances. Which you can't do in the playoffs. But what's strange to me, yeah, to your point, it's like the superstars are nitpicked. Like Dame, before this series, guys like Skip Bayless are talking trash about Dame. This wasn't the only one. There were a lot of people that are still like, is he really a superstar? Is he really that guy? He's like, yes, he is. And after LeBron was the only Laker who did anything noteworthy in game one, triple-double, he had a great performance. He was the only guy that did anything. He was the guy who was criticized. And it's silly to me. Meanwhile, there's a guy in Paul George who's an all-star many times over. And as far as the national media goes, they're nitpicking superstars who have played well instead of an obvious star in Paul George who's done anything but. It's crazy to me. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> um, you know, Le- LeBron James in the finals. And I was asked this question by Rob on Thursday. You mean to tell me that <laughs> if LeBron James scores 10 points every game, you'll be, yes, if they win every game and LeBron James has a triple-double with 10 points, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Completely. I'm okay with that. And it's interesting because if the – Lakers do get to the finals and they end up winning the title. Who's going to be the finals MVP? We'll talk about well, that later, though. Yeah, we will talk about that later. Absolutely. Also, coming up next from the Geico Studios, something that was it was poo-pooed before the season, and I want to poo-poo the poo-pooers because they made <laughs> no sense whatsoever. And I have facts to back it up. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? Well, they are. That's 15% on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit GEICO.com to learn more. You know, big man, right before the season began, um, and even tracing back to last year in the NBA, there was a lot of talk about which was a better product. Was it with the Warriors towering above everybody else as a super team in terms of the talent that they had? Or was it a parody-driven league? And I heard a lot of people stand up for the super team. And I'm sitting there with a frown on my face like, what? What did you say? (laughs) What we have right now is so much more of a compelling product than having one super team towering above everybody else in terms of talent. When you're watching these series and not knowing for sure which team is going to win in a handful of these series, outside of the Bucks and the Magics, but if Luka is fully healthy in a 2-7 matchup, I can't sit here and tell you that the Clippers, there's no doubt whatsoever they're going to win that series. I couldn't sit here with a straight face and tell you No chance whatsoever the Blazers beat the Lakers. There's a chance. I think parity is so much more interesting than just the superstar, super team era. That was not compelling to me. You you have a point unless it's your team without the superness to the super team, right? (laughs) So everybody, when, when, look, growing up, when Magic, Kareem, Worthy, B. Scott, A.C. Green, Mitch Kupchak. When 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 he had all those guys on the court, I was okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> you'd make an exception. Right? Because yeah. you look in Boston, and they had Bird, McHale, Parrish, right? Ainge. Like, they, it, was, it was Hall of Fame caliber players all over the league. Right, so that this is the, the super team thing wasn't a new thing. Now those happen organically, but it was always been two, three dynamic players in every era on a team. Right, Golden State just hit the jackpot. They had two and added another one, three, 
right? Um, the the trepidation came when people started trying to puzzle piece these together instead of letting it happen organically, right? Now, Kareem didn't start with the Lakers, but he came there, and that was before anybody knew what Magic Johnson was going to be, right? So when we look when we look throughout history, guys now have been playing with and against each other for. 10 years before they even get into the league. So they know each other. They, they That's why this bubble thing is, is so crazy because most of the guys playing remember this from AAU. You go to a tournament in Vegas. I've been to that uh, Vegas Invitational. Y'all all hanging out at the pool, at the right? You all, y'all going to eat, and then you got to go play against each other. So, and oh, you best believe some recruiting is happening right now. Well, and I also think this, where if you bring it back to the parody super team thing, the bubble accentuates that. So we have a lot more parody now that we don't have Kevin Durant being added to a 73-win team. Like That was just an embarrassment of riches that the Warriors had. So we don't have that now, which I think is more compelling. Now we have the bubble on top of it, which adds even more parody, I believe, to the whole thing, because if you're an eight seed, if you're a seven seed, you're a lower seeded team. You don't have those first two games on the road. You don't have game seven on the road. That helps the lower seeded team. So I, I think it's a lot more compelling turning a game on, not knowing who's going to win it <laughs> instead of knowing the outcome beforehand. You go back to the Warriors and Cavs and knowing that was going to be the matchup. But like, what's your incentive to watch January basketball when you know that's going to be the finals matchup? Right. Not nearly as compelling as this is. Yeah, and I love it. I love the fact that everyone in the bubble is dealing with something. Right? Like, everyone's uncomfortable. That way you really get to see who's going to tap in, right? Teams that were on the bubble are now looking like stellar teams. Teams that had dominated the regular season come in and start struggling. The Lakers were on fire coming into uh, the the stoppage. Outside of losing to the Brooklyn Nets, uh, their last game that they played, I mean, they had just beat the Clippers and the Bucks back-to-back. Like, beat them. Not like, oh. So, they've struggled. The Bucks have struggled in the bubble. Right? Because you had been clicking on all cylinders, now all of a sudden... That stops. Now, the teams that were like the Suns, right? They were just yeah. cruising along, looking for another high draft pick. And then they got a rebirth in a shot. Someone said, hey, look, you guys got an opportunity to get into the playoffs this year. We saw a completely different team. If that team was playing from the beginning, we would be talking about the Suns right now. Yeah. They were 8-0 and they were on they were fun to watch. Yeah, they didn't turn it on until uh the last second there, but it does. It speaks to how tough it is in the West. It's something that Paul George recently said and it goes back to this super team versus parity debate. Here's what Paul had to say. They're a good team. This goes to show you the West is is tough. AFC just beat the first seed yesterday. The, the West is tough. It's a tough conference. Any given night any team, especially here, can win. That's fit. That's interesting. The Blazers won game one against the Lakers. Mavs took a game against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. That's a much more compelling product to me. Like if we just throw I love this on that. Twitter, yeah, you're right. I love that. Yeah, at the no show at Ephraim Salam. 
Hit us up. Which do you like better? Which do you prefer? Do you prefer the super team era? And I don't know why on earth you would versus more parity. Like parity is an an essential ingredient in the NFL's success. It works so well where you see teams come out of nowhere to make the playoffs or come out of nowhere to make a deep playoff run. The 49ers won two games the season prior to going to the Super Bowl last year. You see crazy stuff like that happen in the NFL all the time. And we we embrace it. We give it a figurative hug every single season. Yet if it's the NBA and there's parity, a lot of people look down on that like it's not good for the league. It's great for the league. Yeah, we got a little accustomed to Golden State running off with the show. That's why it was such a huge deal when LeBron beat the super team and then come out and half the super team gets hurt and and Toronto finds a way to, to win. But you look at Toronto, <laughs> Toronto might represent the East again. There's a good possibility that they represent the East again uh, in, in, in the championship because they're not playing around. They aren't. I, I love Nick Nurse, coach of the yep. year. Right? How about what, that? What? 90 out of 100 uh, votes. Of course. That's great. Hats off to him. Of course. You lose a top five player, a transcendent player, one of the very rare two-way players in the league who goes to a whole nother country and you don't miss a beat. Yeah. Who? How many teams, if LeBron left the Lakers, well, we know what will be happening. Right? If Giannis left the Bucks, we know what would be happening. Right. It- and the other part is, would this be an interesting story with Nick Nurse and Toronto if the Bucks were a super team? No. <laughs> it right. wouldn't be interesting at all because we would know, okay, you want some regular season games, that's nice, but you have no shot against Milwaukee if they're a super team. But with them not being a super team, you look and you're like, Toronto's got a shot. That's compelling. Now, And I'll say this. Can the Bucks sustain that, though? Because if they don't win this year... What does that look like for Giannis? Oh man! You right, so you got a hard look at that. Right, you got to really sit down and be like, "Well, hold on here, All right?" Because Giannis wants to win a championship. Now, if they go and they win a championship this year, I'm pretty sure he's going to sign there long term. Right, think be- so I, 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 you would think so. But if he doesn't, and he's a restricted free agent next year, they got to think long and hard about what they want to do and what the, what they think the future is going to be because you can't just let them walk. That's got to be the franchise with the most on the line. Yes. Because LeBron isn't walking, you know. Right. Those, if they don't win a championship, they're still going to be there. Giannis could go. He could leave. He can literally leave. And, and then you find yourself in a situation where you're in Milwaukee. Nobody's lining up to sign a free agent deal in Milwaukee. No, no top five player is. So you have to really sit down as an organization and say, okay, look, Let's offer him the max. We'll give him more money than anybody's ever had. If he doesn't take it right away, then you know you got a problem on your hands. If he hits you with the, let's just see how the season goes, you got a problem on your hands. <laughs> right? You, and, and, and as a business person, you got to, as a GM and as an owner, you got to realize, okay, how much can I get for Giannis? You can get a whole bunch. You know what? There's one thing on the opposite side that doesn't lead to anything bad when we say, let's just see how the update goes, you know? 
Because we've got a friend of America in with us this evening, Mr. Steve DeSager, to spin us around. You take it away, Steve. We are still about 10 minutes away from the tip of the late NBA playoff game. The top-seeded Lakers against Portland. That first-round series even at a game apiece. And Portland is going to start Hassan Whiteside tonight alongside Yusuf Nurkic. And Rajon Rondo, Laker guard, is due to return this evening after his thumb surgery. And, yes, Damian Lillard is due to play. It's the left left finger that's dislocated. Houston gets OKC right now. About two minutes ago, Rockets leading 97-94, trying to go up three games to none. In this contest, what a night again for James Harden. 37 points and just one turnover. Meanwhile, Miami up three games to none after beating Indiana. What was really a close game, 124-115 the final. Jimmy Butler, 27 points on free throws. He was 17 for 20. Top seed in the East Milwaukee defeated Orlando or What's left of Orlando, 121 to 107. Giannis Atenacumpo, 35 points in 31 minutes. The Bucks are up two games to one in the series. Orlando's missing four players, including the injured Aaron Gordon with his strained hamstring. Toronto's Nick Nurse was named the NBA's Coach of the Year. He was the G League's Coach of the Year with Iowa nearly a decade ago. Dallas guard Luka Doncic with his sprained ankle will be a game-time decision tomorrow for Game 3 against the Clippers. Mavs trail two games to one. WNBA star Brittany Griner left her Phoenix team for personal reasons. That league's bubble is in Bradenton, Florida. There is an NHL playoff game tonight. They're starting the second round. It's already 1-1 Stars versus the Avalanche in the opening seven minutes of the first period. NBC's Mike Milbury will not appear on any more broadcasts this postseason after his recent on-air comments about women. Denny Hamlin won the NASCAR race at Dover. (laughs) Not his first comments about women. We'll just say that much. Raven safety Earl Thomas did not practice today. He was sent home after a fight with a teammate yesterday. Browns running back Nick Chubb cleared concussion protocol and was due to return to practice today. The Patriots will sign kicker Nick Folk on Monday, according to NFL Network. The Bears will sign kicker Cairo Santos. Dustin Johnson leads by five strokes at Boston after a third round 64. And in Major League Baseball, the Phillies are leading 2-0 at Atlanta, top of the fifth. Bryce Harper with his seventh home run of the season. There's a game on FS1 going to the bottom of the fifth. Twins are up 4-0 at Kansas City. As for a twin bill involving the Nationals, the first game, the seven innings, of course, the Nats beat the Marlins 5-4. Nationals are winning 1-0, bottom of the third of the nightcap. But officially, pitcher Steven Strasburg will have season-ending surgery next week for a nerve issue in his pitching hand. Last year's World Series MVP is starting a seven-year contract worth 245 million dollars yeah, get Back your to money you. san diego state wow shout out aztecs aztecs but, but man, you talk about an organization <laughs> think about how baseball franchises just wince in pain with a major injury in year one of a seven-year deal for north of Yeesh. 200 million dollars <laughs> whoo stakes are raised a little bit Higher when that's the backdrop. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Man, you're watching these playoff games where Houston's got a 2-0 series lead on OKC. And OKC is just fighting for their playoff lives right here. They're down in the final 30 seconds trying to squeak out a win here. This is their season on the line, big man. This is it. You can't go down 3-0 even in the bubble. You're done. Yeah, it's (laughs) – there's no climbing out of that hole because all kinds of things start to creep in, right? Oh, man. 
to hold my kids if I'm more, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just it's a little different. It's a little different now, right? It's like, ooh, he just, man, we can get out of this bubble in two days. Instead of like right? one, two, three, Cancun, it's one, two, two three, three, home. I get to go home. My own done. bed. Yes. <laughs> You're right, though. That adds something to the equation. So Houston's up 102, 101, 24 seconds to go. And uh, we're down to the nitty gritty over here. I'll tell you what, if can you imagine Chris Paul getting swept in this series? I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. We don't know the game three outcome yet, but it's possible. And for Chris Paul to be traded from Houston to OKC and replaced with Russell Westbrook because he's supposed to be a little bit more reliable from an injury standpoint. And Russ hasn't played a second in this whole series. So if Chris Paul gets swept... Man, you talk about just bitter. <laughs> if that is a bitter pill to swallow, if that's the way it goes down, yeah, it, it is. And um, look, there, it's it's a fight right now. Houston knows that they're on the verge of closing this thing out. Although they have another game to play, if Houston wins, OKC knows Houston's on the verge of closing this thing out. Like guys are being tired, and and the good thing is. The winning team, they get to bring their family into the bubble, mm-hmm. right? So the, the the closer you get to, lo- to losing the four games or winning the four games, the faster you can do that, the faster you get to see home or see your family. Home is where the heart is, right? So, you know, it, it, it's, it's one of those situations where either way you get to hug and kiss your wife and kids or your, right. your side piece and kids or wh- whatever you're doing. <laughs> Whatever you would, I don't know. A lot of people doing a lot, you know, you get to get the wings, you get to do all kinds of stuff. By the way, I think I know the answer to this question before I ask it, but I have to ask you, big man, as a diehard Lakers fan, which would hurt worse? Would it be the Lakers losing to the Clippers or the Lakers losing to the Rockets? And again, I think I know the answer, but just knowing your dislike for James Harden's game in general, mm-hmm. I have to ask the question. The Lakers losing to the Clippers Yeah, in the playoffs. I figured that's what it would be. Is it, like, sizable compared to the Rockets? Yes. <laughs> like, not even close. Yeah, this is, a, this is a team that has been our little brother, little stepbrother. No relation. Just pops wanted to marry young, and then we brought this immature little kid home. <laughs> they get to, they share our room with us, right? They get mad at us because we have all our accomplishments up. So when they come home to sleep, they got to cover our accomplishments up so they can get good rest, right? And they've always been an afterthought. No matter how many bandwagon fans are fans who say, oh, I grew up liking them because the Laker games were too expensive to go to. And yeah, you can go to see the Clippers for $25, a family of seven could go for $25 with food and drink. <laughs> That's not our fault, okay? So I don't know what's worse, being able to go see bad basketball or just liking ter- a terrible team. Like, I-, I wouldn't sign up to go see bad basketball, right? Like, I'm not going to see Doc Rivers shoot corner threes for the Clippers not with magic and, and like when you can stay at home and watch the ma- magic. Come on, come on, man. So yeah, losing to the Clippers as a diehard Laker fan, uh, that would be awful. 
I hear you on that. Because then I have to deal with goal. Marcellus Wiley every day, oh, all man. day. Okay. And these the Clipper fans oh. who have just wanted to be relevant they, forever. And now finally, forever. you can't shut them up. They're everywhere. And they are in your face. They see like a bowl sees red. When they see purple and gold, man, they are just squawking right at you. Yeah. Yeah. They It's, it's so funny, man, because hopefully – that would be a series of all series. Now, oh, it would we great. wanted it to be where in the stable center so we could all take part of it. But, hey, it's, it's no tra- it wouldn't have been travel then. It won't be travel now. So let's figure it out. Everybody's yeah. family will be in the bubble at that time. And it's four games to a championship or to get into the, uh, the, the championship. So let's see. Right? They got, they got two top two players. We got top two players. That, I, I, that would be tremendous. It'd be a tremendous series. It'd be great for the NBA. Oh, it'd be great for the NBA, great for the fans. I mean, they would love that. The NBA would love that. We still have uh, last 24 seconds. Looks like this is, it should be OKC's ball. Houston was trying to inbound it. Didn't look like it touched anybody. It should be Thunder basketball, right. I think. So how about that? Okay, so final 24 seconds. If it's OKC's ball, where are you going? Who are you drawing the play up for? Is it CP3 or is he kicking to somebody else? Well, it's CP3. You know, you put the ball in his hands and you let him figure it out because he'll find the right person. Now, you, I don't know what it is with you and your feed. This game's probably over in L.A., but over here in Portland, I still have 24 seconds to go. I got 24 seconds. The ball just came in. Chris Paul has it at the top. Crosses over. Screen. Harden is on Chris. Chris blows by him. To the corner. Three. Game. Oh, sorry. That's right. I, I'll get in trouble if I do play by play. <laughs> was that Lee going? Um, yeah, yeah, he was like, hey, 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 cut that out. Yeah, they're going to. The bubble doesn't us. want that. Yeah. <laughs> but that was pretty good, though. I'm I mean, just working, I'm working on my chops, man. You I'm working on my chops. The business, man. Put that but in my reel. When you get fired from radio, <laughs> you can <laughs> just get right back in another wing of radio. That's it, you man. Know? That's you just it. Just this tape right out there, so it works out. No I'm problem. not gonna get fired though. I'm, 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 you know, I'm too professional to get fired. There you go. Shea Gilgis Alexander, Thunder up one, new life, baby. All right, so we'll we'll keep you up to date on the ending of this game. Is it gonna be Beard? Does Beard close it out in Game Three? We'll find out. Also, this. Coming from up next from the uh, Geico Studios. Remember when Sports Illustrated did the sign of the apocalypse? I always loved that. We can add another sign to the list. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. We've got overtime action over here. Rockets and Thunder heading to OT. I don't even know how you would describe the last second shot by Chris Paul. Where he, he drove on Harden, he got underneath the basket, and it was a horse shot. He like wasn't even facing the basket. It was like a reverse behind his head finger roll. I don't know what that was. And it almost went, but not quite. So we're heading to OT. Rockets and Thunder Game 3. Season on the line mm. for OKC. Unbelievable. We got way, action. What do, they, what do they do now for the... The nightcap between the Blazers and Lakers. Do they just delay the start of that game? Um, probably. Or they'll put it on. Well, well, no, because it's on ABC. Well, good. So they'll delay. So well, they they might I not hope. even. They'll just start it. Oh, that's terrible. Well, I'm watching both, so I, I mean, I don't know what your setup is, but. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, <laughs> so you with the four TVs on there, you, you don't even have one on sports. Probably you've got it on HBO. Yeah, one of them. You have I'm watching like Mad Max. TVs. Yeah, you know. yeah, you got Mad Max on one of the TVs. Like, yeah, we got TVs to spare over here. Who cares? Yeah, so if they started on ESPN while this Thunder game finishes up on ABC, what do you care? Right. You don't yeah, care I'm, at I'm, I'm get yeah. They're starting they're announcing the starting lineups right now on ABC. So, oh gosh. So you, know, uh, well, you know, it happens. Uh, it is what it is. Man, oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to have to fire up the uh, phone or something like that. Why <laughs> stream one of these games? I want to see OT, but I got to see the beginning of this Blazers game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This Blazers-Lakers game. Thank you. Doing ra- national radio here today. Well, we just one more possession, so we'll see how this thing goes. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm. I'm anticipating that you're locked in on your Lakers and not necessarily OT. Or are you multitasking? I'm. I can multitask. You can. Yeah. I. I you know. I've noticed it's not as easy to multitask with one television. It's harder that way. It is. It's not as easy. And for some reason, uh, my guys have changed one of my channels. <laughs> can we go back to boxing on on this one over here? I don't need all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need all of. The, I don't need double Laker games. I just. I, yeah, okay, whatever you want to do. Whatever, however you want to get down. <clears throat> I was uh, talking about a sign of the apocalypse, big man. And uh, I think that there is just zero buzz heading into the NFL season at this stage. And I get it. There are reasons why. There was a global pandemic. It pushed the NBA season backward. There was a hiatus, so we're knee-deep into the NBA playoffs But if I were to tell you at the beginning of 2020 that less than three weeks before the first game of the NFL season, there would be no buzz whatsoever about the upcoming season. I would have looked at you like you had no idea (laughs) what sports was even what it was like. You're just out to lunch on this. But that's where we're at. It's crazy. There's no buzz right now. None. No, it's no buzz because, number one, people are crossing their fingers that we get to have a season. And I and I think that's a, a real concern. I think people are like, okay, we don't want to get too excited mm-hmm. because what if they just pull the rug from under us? Which is a possibility still. Um yeah. the NFL's doing, you know, watching hard knocks, I got a chance. You you really get a chance to to look at all the things that they've got in place in terms of protocol and what they're trying to do to limit exposure. Make sure everybody's safe. Okay, I get it. I love that. I think that's extremely important. And, you know, like they were saying in that, look, we're going to minimize your your chances as a player to get it here. Now, what you have to do is you have to, the same guidelines that you should have been following prior during the the shutdown, you have to do it during the season, right? The social distancing and all, you got to do that at home because they were saying players are more likely to to catch it at home and bring it in than to catch it here. Mm. So I I like that aspect. It it shows us that they're taking this extremely serious. This is a, a, a real thing and they're doing everything possible to try to, to, to minimize the exposure, and they have the money to do it. They can create space. They can create different, you know, areas at, at all of these complexes that, that they have 
So yeah. I, I like what they're doing. That gives me more hope. Remember, we talk, we've we been talking about hope for, for a while. We hope it gets going. We hope they can do it. So that's that's my, my take on it. I hope that this thing keeps going the way it's going. I like what they're doing. And right. Well, the, I just think that there are a few things where, like you're talking about, um, I think there are a lot of football fans that are skeptical that there's going to be a full season. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. It's hard to that talk adds about it. to it, the lack of the buzz. Also, no no preseason, no football in sight, you know? <laughs> I, I, we're not like we're not drooling in anticipation for the preseason, mm-hmm. but if it were around, I think we'd be talking more ball. Well, yeah, cuz college would have started right now. Yeah. There there you go. All right, plenty more to get to coming up next from the Geico Studios. I was wrong about two things? It's got to be a misprint. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hot start for the Blazers, big man. Hot start. Oh Damian God. Lillard, two three-pointers with the dislocated I, left I, I, index I see finger you, I and see the you split. Switched Hot over, start. Switched over the game. I've been going back and forth. Luckily, the Blazers have been in a timeout for a little while right. now. And Houston <laughs> can can't score in the overtime, so that, I mean, you know. By the way, did you see the shot that CP3 hit with the shot clock running yes. out? Just shot it from his hip, had to just jack one up, swish the the Thunder. They went on a 12 nothing run to start overtime, and they're going to uh, win this game. They're still trailing 2-1 in the series, but new life. New, new life for life. Right back in it. Right back in it. And, and you know what? And that's the beauty. That's the beauty about it, right? And nobody had, like, people don't understand, like, the common 
fan doesn't really understand how much travel takes it out of, of, of a team. The fact that we don't have to worry about any, nobody has to worry about any of that. That's huge. It is. Right now, they're going to go into the locker room. They're going to take showers and go get something to eat and and go back to their room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's Lack it. Lack of travel, I, I think it's a bigger deal in this other series with the Blazers and Lakers. I think it's a bigger deal for Portland than it is the Lakers because the Blazers had to scratch and flaw, scla- scratch and claw just to get into the playoffs. And they I, I, were gassed. They, so if you're having travel yeah. on top, that's a lot, man. And I will say this. I, the Lakers are historically bad in Portland. They are. So yes. I, would, that, I would be worried about that. I'm talking about historic. I'm t- I, with Magic running the point, with Kobe and Shaq, historically bad in Portland. Yeah. Right? So it, it doesn't matter how good Portland is, how, how bad, it doesn't matter. And not having to go up there and play whew, is 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 I, I love that. Yeah, you're good with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. You know, I'm going to push back me being wrong because, well, I'd rather you know push that back to begin with. But but we've got new stuff going on. We're always current on this show, big man. You know that. So if we look at this Blazers Lakers start with Dame hitting a couple of three pointers, I just wanted to bring it back to the last game because there were a lot of Blazer fans that were critical of Terry Stotts having Lillard in the game. The Blazers were down by 30 points. There were a couple of minutes left in the third quarter when the injury happened. My 30-second spiel on this, big man, is my stance is to be second-guessing, I always say you've got to be first-guessing. I think it's really easy once Dame got injured to say, hey, what was he doing in there in the first place? I think you need to say that before you see a player get injured. You know what I mean? Like, if you aren't questioning, like, why is this guy still in the game right now? If that isn't even on your radar, I don't want to hear your criticism of Stotts leaving Dame in the game at that stage. Is that fair to you? It is, but hindsight, right? Yeah. (laughs) He was still in the game because it was still in the third quarter, and he was having a tough shooting night. So he's trying to let him shoot himself into a rhythm for this game. Yes. Because he knew practice and shoot around will be limited on the one day off that they have. So you try to let a player of that caliber work his way back into feeling comfortable. That's the reason. Yes. So he probably was going to let him play out the third quarter and then that would have been it. That would have been it. Yeah, he was. It was just such a fluke injury, man. It was unfortunate. I thought it was way more unfortunate than just this coaching gaffe of why would you have him in there? It's like, if Dame doesn't get hurt, is that even on anybody's radar? No. Why he was still in the game? No. Right? Like, CJ was in the game. Did we have a long, drawn-out thing <laughs> about, well, why was CJ in right, the game CJ too? shouldn't have been in there either. Yeah, he, he didn't get hurt, so we didn't talk about it. Hot start! Dame from distance again, big man. The man is on fire to start this game. Yeah, he is. Let's keep that fire. Let's see if that fire can keep going. Yeah. it's Man, it's going to be tough for him to cook because they're just keying in on him. They're going to double him. Whoa, hold on. Wait a minute. Danny Green hit a three. Something's not right. Hey, man. I talked about let me tell you this. The apocalypse let me earlier. tell you this. Listen to me. Uh-huh. You're 
two seconds ahead of us. <laughs> so stop cu- and cut it out, okay? I'm not used to this. Cut it out. You know what's funny? And I will do this. Um, I will sync it up so I'm not ahead of you. I literally thought, because you guys are always ahead of me. I was going to ask Lee Robert DeLapp IV, our trusted producer, if he could hit pause on his TV feed until we were synced up. I need to do the same thing on mine. It's, I'm never and, ahead of you guys. And, you, it, and it's just a little bit. But you 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 ruining it right now, okay? Don't I don't I don't need that from you, okay, Brian? Oh, have you seen LeBron get ejected yet? No, I'm just kidding. It didn't, <laughs> <it> didn't happen. <laughs> okay, I'll sync it up a little bit. By the way, thankfully, big man, we had not bet the over in this series. Oh my goodness, remember that? Oh, uh, I would be homeless right now we, if I was betting the over. What is happening over here? Man. Oof. Those I'm glad, I'm glad you games, forgot. That's like Eastern Conference Heat versus Knicks type stuff. Right. You know? Pistons. Oh, man. I 100 to 93 in the first game. Blazers scored a season low 88 points in game two. That wasn't even on my radar, man. Unbelievable. The lack Playoff of defense, man. Playoff I, defense. I give it to the Lakers. The Lakers have played good defense. But, man, that game one, Lakers just couldn't hit a shot. No, they couldn't hit anything. <laughs> they couldn't, and they're wide open shots. They weren't contested looks. and They were wide open shots that no one could hit. Danny Green is killing me right now. Yeah. Well, He's he hit a three tonight, so. Well, I'm, we'll I'm, I'm like, put Quinn Cook in. <laughs> we, we know he's going to put it up. Oh, man. And it's when Danny Green, when he gets it going, it's pretty. And he can. Yeah, he definitely can get it going. Oh, but when he is just clanging threes, game one, hit the backboard, air ball, didn't draw iron. It was just ugly. It was uglier than the stat line. <laughs> if that's possible, that's what happened with Danny Green in game what? one. Kyle Kuzma, what? <laughs> he just shot a 40-foot three for no reason. <laughs> this is more like it, though. This is a. It's not really high scoring, but it's. It's what I anticipated more in this series heading in. Yeah. I, like the total is around 228. That's, you know, that's pretty high. And they were nowhere near it. Nowhere near that. Yeah. Man, I'm so glad you forgot to do that. I, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's, I, I completely forgot. Somebody hit me on Twitter and was like, did you guys remember to bet the over? And I was like, thankfully, we did not. <laughs> we did not remember that whatsoever. And that's because- my problem with, with gambling, man. Like, I... Oof. On sports, especially sports. I know. The unknown, man. The it's unknown. Hard. You it's never hard know who girlfriend or wife is yelling at them. <laughs> right? Who who didn't get their 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 pregame meal the right way? Like any of those things can ugh, it seems so silly to say that, but it's the truth. It really is. Danny I'm Green, playing. step in and take a charge. <laughs> I'm Brian Nohezy from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Um, As far as we were talking about the second guessing here, I thought this was great. Now, I work with this guy, Dwight Jaynes. He's an awesome dude, and he asked a tough question at Terry Stott's last game. Here's how it sounded. Terry, what was Dave doing on the floor with two minutes to go in the third quarter down by 30? Uh, he was playing basketball. Good question, Dwight. <laughs> Which 
reading between the lines is jumping a right. river, Dwight. Right, Dwight. You've been yeah. doing this too long for that trash. Yeah, didn't care for that question, but it was a legitimate question. You hit it on the head, big man, though. It was all about game three. It's not like Stotts was like, we're down 30 with two minutes to go in the third. We can come back. It was all about trying to get those guys in a rhythm. They had 58 points in three quarters, you know? It was about game three, not game two, why Dame was still in. And people don't understand that, right? It's it's People are, are conditioned to be hypercritical. Uh-oh. Mm. All right, I'm waiting a couple of seconds. You should be caught up now. Yes. So it's interesting. KCP went up for a putback and collided with Dame, and he was grabbing at that finger. It looked like he He's was in fine. discomfort. I'm just telling He's the people. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's he can be out there. He's still going to be productive. But when he goes down in pain, grabbing the area that's hurt heading in, I got to let the people know this is news here. <laughs> Ephraim Salam. Yeah. If you if you get a steady diet of Hazonia shooting, that's going to be good for you guys. Yeah. We're going. We, we that's what we want. That was actually the game plan. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Vogel was like, if we can get. Number 44, Hazonia, to shoot, it's good for us. It's a good thing for us. Come on, Caruso. God, you can't buy By the way, here. what is Caruso thinking getting a haircut? That's like Anthony mm-hmm. Davis shaving in the middle of his face. You know, like right. your calling card, you're the brow, Anthony Davis. He wouldn't do that. What is Caruso doing getting a haircut? He's a cult hero. Rocking the balding look, and it doesn't look the same anymore. No, it Terrible doesn't. move. He cut his hair and his shot off. <laughs> it's, it's, killing me. His power went away with that haircut. It's killing me, man. It's a bad move He's, by him. Come on. Yeah. All right, plenty more to get to. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, we'll circle back to not one thing that I was wrong about, two things. I admit fault, Ephraim Salam. That's what I'm going to do next. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Hey, Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. Works fast and you won't stink like the Lakers start to this game. Is wow. That, I, I don't is know. That in the, is that in the read? It's in the copyright there. It's very timely. Is that in the read? Why would you sell a blue emo? A blue, I, I, blue emu. I, they wrote it, man. I'm just, don't shoot the messenger over here. They called their shot, blue emu. They were like, you know what? We're getting this feeling that the Lakers are going to be so. a slow start. I don't think so. I'm going to reach out to them and see what's going on here. <laughs> all right, all right. How about Dame? Hot start, 13 points in the early going, but uh, it's just the, the Blazers with a... A three-point lead in the early going, so um, a little bit more higher scoring, a little more used to, a little, a little bit more what I was expecting heading in, but they're not lighting it up. It's only 27-24 as the first quarter winds down here, so it's not a score fest at all yet. I'm very surprised about that. I thought it would be much more of a score fest in this series. Not so much. No, I, I, you know, the Lakers – struggle scoring sometimes, but their defense has always been good. So that led me to believe that it'd be a little bit more difficult for teams to score and they'd have to get really hot to really push the score up. So I, I, I'm on board with, look, I don't care if it's a hundred to 98, as long as the Lakers have a hundred. Yeah. Right. Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I just, I want good, crisp, high energy basketball, which we had from LA last game. So this is, you know, I just, I just, I want to see a good series. By the way, how about Rondo? He was cleared with his fractured right thumb. He was going to play in game three tonight, but he was a late scratch because he had back spasms. <laughs> it shows you, Barkley always says this, Charles Barkley says, you only have so many jumps in those legs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not just that. You just start falling apart in general the older you get. Well, what happened was when he got cleared to do practice and all of that, so they probably had to shoot around, I'm sure, or working out. The team probably wasn't even there, but they put him probably through some pretty intense drills with some of the guys who don't play, and that was probably yesterday. And as a result of that, today, his body's reacting to that. Yeah, not good. So he's a late scratch, and he's another table setter. You've got LeBron. He's really your only table setter in terms of being a distributor, setting other guys up in good positions to score. So getting Rondo back would have helped the Lakers, but he's a no-go in game three. Yeah, he is. Carmelo going all the way to the hole. I see you. <laughs> I will have to sync up the TV in the second. <clears throat> yeah, sync it, okay? Ahead of you. Yeah, sync yeah. it. I'll sync it. Now, we get to this, big man. Two things I was wrong about. 
You know, I I really should have brought this up while the game was going on, so you would have been distracted, <laughs> and I could have just sort of thrown it nope, out there I'm during focused. the show. And now you're focused. So I don't know if the timing's focused. too good here, right? <laughs> well, the first thing is, um, I was wrong about the Raptors firing Dwayne Casey. Uh, he had just won Coach of the Year, and they ran the guy out of town and brought in this dude, Nick Nurse. And it's like, what? He, this guy has been an assistant coach. He doesn't have any NBA head coaching experience. Why are you firing the the head coach of the year? And it's like, well, it turns out it was completely the right move to make because you fast forward just a couple of years later, and not only does Nick Nurse have a championship ring, he got 90 out of 100 first-place votes by media members and was named the NBA coach of the year. He's done a tremendous job, and I – take a huge L on that because I thought the Raptors were out of their mind. Turns out they weren't at all. <laughs> Turns out they got it right. Um, right on the money. I was with you with uh, firing Dwayne Casey. I thought it was uh, a terrible situation. Coach of the year, number one in the uh, the East. They just ran into LeBron James like every other team in the East did. And so back-to-back years, mind you. And so I thought I was a little premature. In hindsight, you look and see what Nick Nurse has been able to do with a Kawhi-led team and now without Kawhi. I think it's tremendous. I think he really solidified how I felt about him as a coach when he went to a box and one. Yes. And I thought that was genius. Most of the kids who were playing the box and one had never even heard of a box and one. I'm sure he had to do some explaining on the whiteboard. <laughs> and I just thought that was – it changed the whole – series uh last year and so that type of thinking outside the box right you know I like Brad Stevens he's one of those type of coaches right one of the coaches who actually legitimately call plays not just out of bounds plays that you can he will call plays during the course of 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 the game and I and I like that aspect so many times now the game and the pace is so fast it's a high screen and roll shoot a three Right, so you don't really it's it's the game is so up and down you don't really get to run sets uh outside of coming out of timeouts uh and and, and things like that and out of bounds play so you I, know what I love about Nick nurse? I would actually compare him to Belichick in a way. I love when coaches do what they think is best for the team, regardless of what could be said about them. And when Bill Belichick went for it on fourth and two years and years ago, remember the Patriots were playing the Colts and they were backed up in their own territory. They were on like their own 30-yard line. And they went for it on fourth and two and didn't get it. And the Colts led by Peyton Manning eventually won the game and Belichick got crushed afterward. And he was like, I thought that was the right call to make. And I have no problem with the coach doing something like that. With Nick Nurse, he's smart enough to know that if he runs this, as Steph Curry called, a janky defense, a box and one, and it doesn't work, he's going to look like a moron. But he's like, you know what? I don't care. I think this gives us the best chance to win, and he did it. I love when coaches don't coach out of fear of what might be said about their adjustments or decisions. He's one of those guys. Yeah, and and it takes a strong coach to do that because so often people cower to, you know, what the media thinks, what – owners, so on and so forth, what they think. And you got to really be locked in as a coach to really understand, look, this is what we're doing. 
I see the game differently. I have an idea of what I want to do and then follow through with it. It's very important. Yeah, very much so. I wonder how much we're going to see aggressive LeBron in this series because Gary Trent Jr., he competes hard. He's a hard-nosed player, tough. He's just undersized. He He has no chance against LeBron. You just have to make him absolutely pay. Have to. And so head down, drive to the rack. I think we're going to see a lot more of that LeBron, that version, as the series plays out. We need to. I'm praying that we do. Stop passing the ball so much. I I don't care that you led the league and assist and you're averaging a triple-double. Don't really care. (laughs) <laughs> I want the 51-point LeBron. That's what I want. You want going ballistic LeBron yes. in terms of points. I, I want you. NBA jams, flame coming out of the, the, the basketball LeBron. Yeah. And look, man, I, I really do, because going back to the criticism of game one, LeBron had a career high in assists with 16 in the playoffs, career playoff high. And he got criticized after the game where he's like, why are you passing to these guys that aren't hitting shots? Sometimes that's the right play to make. If you're, I can understand if you're blowing by Gary Trent Jr. and there's no white side underneath the hoop and there aren't three guys converging on you, like, yeah, go ahead and finish on your own. But if the defense keys on you and you kick it to a wide open shooter, that's not on LeBron for making that pass. That's on the shooter not being a pro and missing the shot, you know, like I just I want the shooters that are misfiring to be criticized. And no, it doesn't LeBron. work like that. I, it, it doesn't it should, work like that. It should work like no, that because it's accurate. But it doesn't work like that, man. <laughs> you can't be the dominant alpha male and then you you start. Well, you should open the uh, Caruso. Should have hit that. No, it doesn't go like that. It's like, why would LeBron pass to Caruso when he can just go dunk the basketball? Well, that's what I'm saying. If he can go dunk the basketball, well, he can. then yeah, go dunk it. How, how can he not? If there are three guys converging on him and he's just not going to be well, able to if finish you the be, rim, If you want to be in the conversation of the GOAT. <laughs> you got to dunk over three guys? At, at no point did Michael Jordan think, oh, well, Anthony Mason, Patrick Ewing, and uh, Charles Oakley are all underneath there. So let me... No, he going to put poster, right? We need clips for come fly with me. Hey, the double nickel. He was a great decoy in the double nickel game against the Knicks. Remember that? Acting yes. like he was going for a fadeaway. Hooked up Bill Wennington for the go-ahead bucket. So <laughs> Sometimes he will defer to his guys. Yeah, He's not sometimes. dunking over That's four the, dudes the, the all the time. The key word in that is sometimes. Yeah. LeBron tends to do it all of the time. Just too much for your liking. Way too much. Way hey, too much. If Again, I build this on if he can finish at the rack. Go ahead and finish at the rack. But if you've got white side oh. and four bodies in front of you, pass it to the open guy. And the open guy hit a freaking shot. You're a pro. That's what you're paid to do. I it's get on it. you, not just I LeBron. Get it, but it'll never be their fault. It's a joke. It should be. It'll never be their fault. <sighs> like if, if Steve Kerr and... John Paxson didn't make those shots, it wouldn't be their fault. We wouldn't be talking about them. <laughs> you get that, right? Like, we wouldn't be like, man, they should have hit that. They would have been like, oh, Jordan, he didn't find a way to win. Like, it, that, it goes with the territory. I, hey, listen, I hear you. 
I do. Are you? Are you? Are you I, I am. I am hearing you, you and I'm feeling though? you, Big Bad. I'm listening. You listening? I'm hearing. You're I'm hearing feeling me. everything. I got but everything. You're not listening. I'm checking every single box. I got it. I am right there with you, lockstep. But if John Paxson misses the shot, you got to call out John Paxson along with whoever passed it to him. But a lot of times, if the role player misses the shot, they don't get blamed for missing the shot. That's what I. I'm disputing here. They should get blamed for missing a shot. Yeah, that's never going to happen. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> just because we don't care about the guy, it's like, I don't know. It just becomes ridiculous to me. Kyle Korver is a good example. Now, you and I agreed in that situation. Never. Jamar Green has five fouls. Hey, be aggressive, LeBron. Look to score on your own. But he passed it out to Corver. Corver misses it. Number one, the, that whole play we're talking about, he went that direction of the court to the crowded side of the court. So, yeah, the double team was going to come when he could have just gone right and had one-on-one with Draymond at the rim. That part of the decision-making, once you get over there and it's four people or three people guarding you, of course you have to pass. Right. But why take yourself into that situation? That's the problem I was having. That's fine. Okay, so you want to criticize LeBron for that? Fine. Oh, we both did. But but most. here's what I'm saying. We got to criticize Corver. He's a professional shooter. It's what he does. He missed. Never. <laughs> and he didn't get you any know why? criticism. It's crazy. You know, you know why? Because last I checked, he never had a triple-digit contract ever. Right? Still garbage. Never had a triple-digit contract. Professional shooter, outstanding shot maker, clean look. You got to knock it down. It's not just on LeBron. I'll go to my grave. I want that on my tombstone. I want Super Bowl is two words on my tombstone. (laughs) And I want Kyle Korver is also to blame for missing the shot in the finals, not just LeBron. It's very wordy. I'll try to condense it. I don't know. I'll put it on Bitly, see if they can condense that link. Maybe I'll just go that direction. All right, we've got Steve DeSager. He's got an update for us. What do you have here, Steve? The Blazer guards had the lead against the L.A. Lakers second quarter. It's 37-32. C.J. McCollum, 15 points. Damian Lillard, yes, he's playing, 14 points. Aside from those two, three baskets for the rest of the Portland roster Doesn't matter. Tonight. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Damon, CJ, they're high. I can hear the joy in your voice, Steve. I can hear it. Actually, it's news. This is the definition of news. This is man bites dog. Hassan Whiteside started and has three fouls in the first half. Carmelo Anthony is 0 for 5 shooting. He is scoreless. The Lakers have oh. been horrendous from the free throw line. 10 for 20 from the stripe. Anyone who's oh. gone to the line has missed at least one free throw. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, killing me, man. That is including Anthony Davis, who's three of seven on free throws. And Davis has yet to make a shot from the floor, 0 for 2. LeBron James, 15 points, but the Lakers are down 37-34 in the second quarter of this game right now. More on the Lakers Blazers in a minute. There were other NBA playoff games. Were they? Oklahoma City in overtime beat Houston 119-107. That series winner will play the Lakers Portland winner. Chris Paul had 26 points. Top seed in the East, Milwaukee down to Orlando 121-107. And Miami's up three games to none after beating Indiana 124-115. Jimmy Butler 27 points. Dallas guard Luka Doncic with his sprained ankle will be a game time decision tomorrow. Toronto's Nick Nurse was named NBA Coach of the Year. There 
is an NHL playoff game to start the second round tonight. Mid-second period, Stars holding on 3-2 over Colorado. The Avalanche have had to make a change in goal due to an injury. There's baseball on FS1. The Twins now lead 5-2 at Kansas City with bases loaded two outs for Minnesota in the top of the seventh inning. Phillies lead 4-2 at Atlanta in the top of the eighth. Bryce Harper with his seventh home run. Blue Jays tied 1-1 top of the ninth at Tampa Bay. Red Sox are winning again 3-1 at Baltimore in the top of the seventh. A few days ago, the Red Sox record was 6-18 this season. Pittsburgh is now 6-17 after a victory today on FS1, <laughs> defeating the Milwaukee Brewers 12-5. I did see some of the Pittsburgh fans, some on the Roberto Clemente Bridge, watching the game from the distance, by the way. Washington played a doubleheader and won the first game against Miami 5-4. In the nightcap, Marlins are winning bottom of the fifth, 4-3 over the Nats. Keep in mind, doubleheaders are seven innings each this year. Pitcher Steven Strasburg will have season-ending surgery next week for a nerve issue at his pitching hand. NASCAR win for Denny Hamlin, Dustin Johnson leads by five strokes at Boston. Now, as far as the NBA playoff series with the Lakers against Portland, Blazers up 39-35 second quarter. This game three would normally be in Portland, Oregon, which I'm glad Ephraim brought this up earlier, is a house of horrors in Laker history. (laughs) Any real Blazer or Laker fan should know that. So I looked up the numbers. Keep in mind, the Blazers franchise has been around about 50 years, right? And in that time, the Lakers have won the Pacific Division vision literally 24 times in the last 50 years they have been not just one of the great basketball franchises one of the great sports franchises in this country in the last 50 years and yet here are the win-loss numbers of the lakers in portland about a 500 club in the 1970s and 80s then in the 90s the lakers record was 9 and 23 at portland Mm -hmm. the next decade 8 and 16 the next decade 5 and 12 you add it all up the Lakers history, a great, great history, 55 and 80 in Portland, Oregon. Told you. All time. Amazing. Told you. Back to you. I, I good look, stuff. Yeah. I, good I, stuff, I used to be there just angry, <laughs> just pissed off. At, and I, like he said in the 90s, that's Kobe and Shaq. Like it didn't matter who was on the court for the Lakers. Put it this way. When they had three straight titles in the 2000s, yep. eight and 16, they lost two of every three visits in Portland. Yeah, something up there, man. I don't know what's going on. Tell me, B, what's going on up there? What's the, the air? I, I don't know. What, what? I don't know, man. I think it's one of those things where it's a deal where it's twofold. I think it's confidence for the team that has had a good history and it's uh, lack of confidence for a team that has a bad history. I don't know what it is, man, because it can't just be a sheer coincidence that a team that dominant in the Lakers has been that bad in Portland. It's just you can't just be like, eh, it's just one of those things. It's sports. It's like, no, I think it's deeper than that. And so if this was actually in the real world instead of the bubble and L.A. had lost that first game. You'd be worried. Yeah, because this game will be in Portland right now. Uh-huh. And the next game would be in Portland. So with that record, the odds for Portland coming away 3-1 are high. And so not having to go up there, I'm cool with that. You're good with that. Hey, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com. Or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Now, there's the other thing I was wrong about, big man. You were right. If we go in the hot tub time machine, you were right. 
And uh, it came out this week where we go back to the finals last year. Masai Ujiri, Raptors president, he was trying to go on the court. The final game was game six in Oakland, right? Raptors beat Golden State on the road. Masai Ujiri is trying to go on the court. And a deputy who was working as a security guard prevented Masai Ujiri from going onto the court. And the security guard story afterward, he was suing Ujiri. He said that Ujiri was the aggressor, that he was physically assaulted by Masai Ujiri. And the video came out this week, including body cam footage that shows that the deputy pushed Masai Ujiri twice. He was the guy that initiated any physical contact. Masai Ujiri didn't have his credential being shown at first, but I don't think that was the only way the situation could have been handled. And to me, big man, there are a lot of layers to it, but it just baffles me how someone could tell a bold-faced lie (laughs) and then press charges, look to sue while they have body cam footage. Like, if I'm there in the studio with you and you see me steal your headphones, I've got to screw loose if I think it's going to work for me to say, big man, I didn't steal your headphones. Like, why would you think that would work when you've got video footage on you of the incident? That's crazy to me. But that goes to show you how even if you're right as an African-American, this is real, people, like, they know they're wrong. But the justice system has been tilted and against our favor for so long. You still try it. Like, you would think, why would he even do that? Like, he knew. I mean, he has the body cam on. He's wearing it. Right. But in his in his, his mind, it still didn't register. It, it was just like, <laughs> I'm going to be able to say what I want to say yeah, and, and get fine. away with it. Yeah, it'd be fine. Because I'm dealing with a black guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is real. I mean, like, I know, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, what? This is real life. This is not a joke. This is, this happens every single day. It's happened to me. I've been accused of stuff. I'm like, what? I wasn't even over there. Yeah. That's, it's crazy, man. Right? And- Whenever, a, what do you think police officers, when they're overly aggressive with body cams, what do you think? Like, you would think, okay, well, there's a record of this, so I shouldn't do this. Right? Like, the whole world watched what happened to George yeah. Floyd. Right. And at no point was he like, I probably should not do this. Didn't even enter With in. all of the evidence. Yeah. He, it never one time dawned on him, I should probably get off his neck. He ain't going nowhere. Right? Like, that has been the mentality for so long. And... It just followed itself right into the basketball arena. Yeah, it was crazy, man. I feel terrible that Masai Ujiri was treated that way, that not only was the deputy the aggressor, but he's trying to sue he's Masai Ujiri. Sue. <laughs> sue not only did guy. I do something wrong to you, I'm going to sue you for making me do that to you. Yeah, and I also hate it for the good cops out there. There are good cops that don't do that. No, that they do, do not. That. 
And their life is tougher because this idiot did that. And they're looking at they, and they looking at too. dude like, come on, what what? What are you doing? I <laughs> For all those out there who don't know the Emmett Till story, just go ahead and look it up. Just go ahead yeah. and look it up. But it's another lesson. It's another it's a lesson. This is this has been happening forever. Yeah. Forever. This is not oh, how can he do that? I I can't believe he did that. I can believe he did it. Mm-hmm. it this is not a, a right. It's, it doesn't blow my mind. I'm like, whoa. Psh, None of that blows my mind because it happens. It li- yeah. I'm telling you. And it literally happens all the t- It's actually happening right now as we're talking about it. Yeah, I hear you. But the only thing that does blow my mind is he had. <laughs> he was wearing the proof. <laughs> he, 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 had, he, had he was literally proof wearing the proof. Not, back up his story at all and he still ran he doubled down story. he doubled down not only <laughs> am I, I i'm gonna complain i'm gonna sue man i'm gonna try to get something from him <laughs> after i already tried to take his dignity unreal man that that's it's unreal it is all right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Although it stinks, the NCAA is actually making the right move. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, we're coming to you from the Geico Studios. That's something that'll make you feel better, big man. Lakers trailing right now, but how about Don Brown coming back with some Slayer? Huh? That makes you feel better. I, I don't have time right for up. that, okay? The game is on. I don't have time for any of that, okay? No, nothing, huh? All right. You worried at all? Blazers with a four-point lead. By the way, this will make you happy. This is true. I synced up my TV with yours, so I'm no longer ahead. I'm not ruining any action Thank for you. you. So we're all on the same page over here. But four-point lead, just over two minutes to go before halftime. Gary Trent Jr. makes a shot and one, so we're yeah. looking at maybe a seven-point deficit. How are you feeling about this first half? I don't like the way the Lakers are playing. I don't like the way Anthony Davis is playing. Way too many turnovers, not being aggressive. The Lakers are being careless with the ball. You can't turn the ball over in the playoffs. That's a recipe for disaster. I don't care what type of team you're playing. And that that's that's the bottom line. You cannot turn the ball over. They got 11 turnovers in the first half. Too much. And it's not a feisty Blazers defense. No, it's not like they're di- <laughs> that's right? The Blazers have 5 turnovers. Against a much better defense. This is the problem I'm having. Right? Not the missed shots or anything like that. It's the turnovers. Ooh, almost right on cue. It was almost almost a turnover. turnover. <laughs> right, like that's the that's the problem I'm having right now. And LeBron James has five turnovers. Mm. Yeah. Anthony Davis has two turnovers. So your two best players have seven of the eleven turnovers. That's not okay. Not okay. Not okay. Now, I want to get your thoughts on this, big man. A little bit of ball talk here while we're watching this playoff game and uh, discussing it. Lane Kiffin, head coach at Ole Miss, he was talking about possible transfers in college football based on the Big Ten and also the Pac-12 electing not to play fall football. This is what Lane Kiffin had to say on SEC Now. I'm really curious what you think about it. It's really unfortunate that the NCAA is not allowing them uh, to transfer and be eligible immediately. You know, we're being told that that wouldn't even go into a waiver process. So I feel really bad for those kids. It's not their fault. Well, why can't they come play somewhere? So that, that don't make any sense to me. 
Okay. I got lots of thoughts on this. I'm going to give you first dibs as a former college and former NFL player. But what do you think of Lane Kiffin saying, hey, these kids want to play football. Their conference isn't allowing them to. They should be able to transfer. What do you think about that? No. <laughs> no, I think that's ridiculous. Right? Do, do, does he really understand what goes into a kid transferring school? Right? Like, that in itself is a whole process. If that was the case, whole football teams would be transferring. Absolutely. Right? You want to talk about decimating a, a program. Oh, man. Whole football teams would be transferring. You can't, you can't have that. That's like the death penalty. Remember the old SMU thing? If you said, as the, if the NCAA said, hey, listen, Big Ten, Pac-12, you guys are electing not to play fall football, okay, just so you know, any of your players can, can transfer, transfer wherever they want to and not have to sit out. They can play right away. They can play right now. You can't open that can of worms. Not, not at all. You, you, that's not something you want to do. And look, it stinks. If the players want to assume the risk and play football, I get it. It stinks that you can't, but it's, it, there's no perfect solution over here. You can't have whatever Michigan or Penn State or Oregon have, you know, 10, four and five star recruits just leave. <laughs> like it's, it's not fair to those programs at all. And, and the thing is, you know, eligibility should it be intact. Right. We don't know what's happening in the future. I wanted the kids who got their seasons cut short last year to be able to come back to school. Right. Right. Like, I mean, this is something that that's affected a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. And I think I agree with you. But as far as the transfers, we don't even know if there's going to be a full fall football season. We don't have we have no idea. Why would you invite all of that transfer chaos? when the kids transferring to another school might not even be able to play a full season. It's just crazy. It doesn't make any sense to do that. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. It's not necessarily worse, but man, are things entirely different. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Man, I'll tell you what, what a first half showing by Rip City, huh? Four-point halftime lead. Shooting it better from outside. Lakers can't buy a shot from three. Three for 12, only 25%. Can't shoot it from the free throw line. How are you feeling about this first half, big man? I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in the carelessness uh, of uh, of of their ability to hold on to the ball. I'm disappointed in the inability to hit open shots. I like their defensive intensity. Mm-hmm. But you got to take care of the ball. Portland has five turnovers. The Lakers have 12. That's the difference in the game. Just a sloppy first half from the Lakers. And listen, if you're looking glass half full, they're only down by four. (laughs) As sloppy as they play, they're right there. Where you just look at everything we rattled off. Lakers 25% from three. They've gone 18 of 31 from the free throw line. That's pathetic. That is... They're Ridiculous. shooting 58% from the free throw line. They would be man. blowing them out. Let's think about this. You miss, you go 18 for 31? Yeah. Just, just think that number, free? 31 free throw, that's a lot of free yeah, throws. Yeah, you can't count, and you're down. You've been to the free throw line <laughs> 31 times in the first half, and you're down. <laughs> Portland's been eight, they're eight for eight. And I think, man, going back to it where I think it is, although Zach Collins isn't an all-star, he's a very good defensive player, and he's got six fouls if he's healthy. If you look at the foul trouble of the Blazers, Carmelo, Whiteside, Nurkic, they all have three fouls apiece. And so not having Zach Collins, it's because LeBron, he's going to put his head down, he's going to drive to the basket, and he's going to get fouled a lot. And... uh Yet not having Collins, it hurts. It's not a good thing for the Blazers, no doubt. I want to make them out to be like the second coming of Kareem or anything like that, but the way this series is going to play out, like that is a big loss for them. The second coming of Kareem. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, I can't wait you're going to run day. out of bodies. It was game one. You know this, big man. The Blazers had four players at the same time, each with five fouls. So as the series plays out, I think LeBron is going to get more and more aggressive, and he's going to get some of the Blazers' prominent players in foul trouble. And you really, really chip away at them when that comes into the mix. Yeah, we need to see that now. He needs to come out of half to, out of halftime, fired up, ready to go. And we started off the show talking about injuries, right? It's not just Dame, but it's Rondo, it's Zach Collins, it's Luka Doncic. If we just focus on one of the main guys, Dame, looked very good in the first half. Didn't look like the index finger was having a bad bad effect on him at all. No, he looked good. He looked sharp. He's in rhythm. Like I said, it he probably blocked it completely out. Yeah. The great ones can do that. Right? The great ones can do that. And I, I you know, I'm impressed. He's ready to go. They they're they're coming to win. Him and 
him and CJ, they're on a mission. Yeah. And that's dangerous. And I think that Dame is hurt. You can play with that if you're hurt. I think Luka is injured. Yes, <laughs> I think that that's a difference. I, yeah, I don't think he's going to be able to, to be his normal self with the way his ankle turned against the, the Clippers in game, what, three? Yeah, and, and shout out to him. He tried to come back and do it. It just didn't did. look right. I was like, oh, he shouldn't even be out there. Yeah. Yeah, he, you got to be able to cut and change he's direction. Just, it's gonna, now he's a liability. It sucks, too, man. That guy is so special. Man, he's, he's such a special he's player. different. Oh, he yeah. different. And what's crazy, too, is what's interesting to me about Luka is he gets so much praise, and deservedly so, but typically guys that get praised to that degree, they're just walking highlight reels. And Luka, his game is fun to watch, but he doesn't have that, like, Derrick Rose back in the day, just the wow factor of finishes down the lane. No. He's like a linebacker that you just can't throw off balance. He is slow motion personified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, there's no way he can blow. Bo- oh, oh, there he goes. Yeah. Right? There's no way he can get past. Oh, he, okay, he did that. <laughs> right? It's, it's like, oh, he's not going to. Oh, oh, crossover step back. Yeah. Oh, three. It's like he's got Le'Veon Bell's patience yes. and Alvin Kamara's balance. That's like, that's a great that's a great combination right there. It, it it's he's fun to watch, but it's not like a Zion type thing where Zion would have these highlights and you're like, oh my lord, did he just do that at that size? I don't say that that much with Luca. No, but Luca's unguardable. Ask Paul George. Ask Kawhi Leonard. They can't stop him from getting to the lane. No doubt. And I'm not trying to take any credit away from the guy because he's he's that guy. He's that special. I'm just – I'm – how could I say this? I am uh, pleasantly surprised that it doesn't take a highlight reel type player to get those type of props. It's a good step. We're making progress as the media and we fans are, right? in general giving yes. him that much props. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, he doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to play above the rim. Yep. It's just his basketball IQ is off the charts. It is. It's not even close. He's and looking really- and seeing things that, that people take two, three years in the league to even start to look at. And look, man, that's potentially a big deal, not just for this series, for the Clippers and Mavs. But I do. I think that if Lucas healthy. And even if the Clippers end up winning that series against a healthy Luka Doncic, it's a much harder fought series, right? It's probably a longer series. And I think that matters going forward in the playoffs. So if this is a shorter series and an easier ultimate win for the Clippers, I think that helps them as the playoffs progress. Yeah, it does. Um, I I, I really, I, I love watching good series. Right? Like, the back and forth. I I love that. Because you got two teams with great players going at it. This series, the Clippers series. Like, those are exciting. Those are fun to watch. I don't know how many people are watching Orlando and Milwaukee. Yeah, that one. That's why it's on at (laughs) 10.30 a.m. That's right. 
Pacific Standard Time. Hey, before you Standard wake up, uh, it's going to be magic and bucks. Right? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Want. Another great series. Uh, it's been skewed lately, but that Denver-Utah oh, series. Yeah. What a wacky series. It's that crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, but you got two bigs who are, who are dynamic. You got two young guards who are oh. phenomenal. Yes. Right? What and, a beatdown, man. What yeah, Denver, I don't know. Mike Malone, I'm surprised they made it through the game. I'm like, Mike's going to drop dead here. They're taking right years now. off poor Mike Malone's life watching this. Yeah, it's, you know, Utah's a, uh, just really took it to a whole nother level. The West is so tough, man. It's, Think about that. Think about Luka Doncic, as special as he is. That team's a seven seed. Listen, in the West. Look th- at Utah. Watch, Utah's a sixth seed. That's wa- just tough. Watch this, though. Think about New Orleans next year. Right. Think about Golden State next year. Look at the strides Phoenix made. Think about the Suns next year. <laughs> right? The only team we're not having to think about are the Kings. Even Memphis. Look at Memphis. Jaws rookie season. If Jaron Jackson Jr. doesn't go down, they might be in the playoffs. It's a whole different story. Yeah. So just think about, I mean, that's amazing what we're doing. Right? The the West is is tremendous. It's going to be a dog fight. It will be no teams in the playoffs under 500 in the West. It's not going to happen. Well, even the teams that don't make it in, they're going to be a couple of teams that are like, that's a pretty good team. That's yeah. a ninth and tenth place, you know? Yes. That's the way it's going to go down. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm going to save this because it's a, a little bit of a longer discussion about how things are just different right now. Not necessarily worse, but different. But uh, we've disagreed about this, big man. I love when we disagree about stuff. I don't think Cam Newton is going to do jack this year for the Patriots. You think that he can have a a respectable, a good season. I found this interesting. This is what Bill Belichick had to say earlier in the week about a potential QB platoon system. Check this out. Always say I'll do it. I think it's best for the team. It gives us the best chance to win. So uh, whatever that is, I would, you know. I would certainly consider that. Let's run unbalanced line or double unbalanced line or 23 personnel or, you know, whatever it is. If that's if it helps us win, then, you know, I would consider anything. Okay, let me get this straight. He's thinking about maybe going with Stid or Brian Hoyer along with or instead of Cam Newton. You, you gotta I'm read, supposed to sit here and believe that you Cam Newton's going to have this you, star-studded no. season. Okay, I listen, believe Listen it. to me. Okay. He fell for it, B. You got to read between the lines. He even gave you help to read between the lines. <laughs> so I'm sure the question was asked about platooning quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And he gave you the exact answer Bill Belichick would. Of course, I'll consider it. I'll do anything to help us win, whether it's unbalanced line, double unbalanced line. What, we, <laughs> what is that? First of all, that's not even thing. a thing. <laughs> Like you can't, you you can't. That's illegal, be, coach. You can't, you can't do, do that. that. Yeah. You mean you're gonna have the center and a guard and everybody else on the other side of the you on the other side of the ball, right? So within his answer, 
he let you know that that's not even a possibility. Right? So, but you bid it. You 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 went for no. it. No, no, this is a thing. It, do you think anybody's asking Andy Reid, hey, Andy Reid, you thinking about platooning quarterbacks this year? No, because no, this no. is, this is a great unknown. Sean Payton, that, anybody asking no. John Harbaugh, anybody with a legitimate starting quarterback, no one's being asked that question. The fact that Bill Belichick is being answered, asked that question shows that he doesn't have a frontline starter in Cam He Newton. does That's have a frontline starter. No. Trust me. He no. answered the question. You're still reading into it. He answered the question by telling you, yeah, I'll do something that's not legally possible to do in football. <laughs> a double unbalanced line. I would love to see what that even looks What? What? He said 23 personnel. When, is it, when have they ever 20, gone? 20, 20, you never you ever seen two running backs and three tight ends? They huh? don't even do that on the goal line. A little wing T action. Come on. Come on. Come on. No. No shot. Come on. Now, he – look. He's not going to come right out and give you an answer. And he shouldn't. He should. No. He should play his cards close to of the Of course he is. Yeah. But the fact that he can tells you something. It's not like, I don't know, uh, name up. It's not like Bruce Arians is going to be like, well, you know, we might platoon our quarterbacks here this year in Tampa. Like, we know it's Tom Brady. We don't know it's going to be Cam Newton. We do for know it's sure. going to be. We know it's going to be Cam Newton, and the reason. Oh my God, Danny Green doesn't want to shoot the ball. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, on to the next topic. I, I I can't. I cannot with this. You drive to the free throw line, wide open, and decide not to what? shoot it. KCP hit a three. It worked out fine. No man, that's not good. You can't. That's not good basketball. Yeah. I hear you. If you pass up open shots, this is not good basketball, especially if you're considered, quote, air quotes, a shooter. You know what? Here's the deal. With the money we didn't lose betting on the over in game one of this Blazers-Lakers series, we got to come up with some sort of bet in terms of Cam Newton this season. Okay. Because you're envisioning a good season. I am not. I am. I don't see it. I don't see it. Guy's been banged up, been out of – only played two games last year. Doesn't have great weapons on the outside. Global pandemic. Lack of reps. Might be platooning with Stid. <laughs> I'm not anticipating a good season at all, man. I'm not rooting for it. I hope it has a great season. It'd be better for the NFL. More exciting. I just don't think it'll happen. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. It's not necessarily worse, but man, are things different. I'm Brian, though. He's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Brian No, He's from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Hey, Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended, odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, and you won't stink like the Blazers' defense. Danny Green is working for the... the He's a secret agent, huh? He's working for, for, for Portland. Double agent, yeah. Hmm. I'm convinced. Passing up open shots. I'm I'm convinced. Yeah. <laughs> On the Ephraim Salam scale of things oh, that tick you off, I think passing up an open layup for a three point attempt. Oh my is god! At the top of it's the at list. the top of the list. Is second on the list a three point shooter passing up an open three point shot? Yes, Carmelo Anthony is heating up right now. He has eleven points this quarter. Good thing, because he started off over. He started seven. off terrible. Yeah. He's getting it going. He is getting it going. I'm happy for him. He deserves it. This is more what I thought, man. It's what, Lakers 74 72, six and a half to go in the third quarter. <laughs> this is the higher scoring game that I thought we were going to get in the first two, but uh, neither team, man, game one, neither team could hit a shot to save their life. Look at Carmelo going to work on LeBron. Great defense. I'll tell you what. I'm I'm in I'm a bit of a, a of heaven right now. Oh, LeBron, just go to the hole. I'm a bit of heaven. I got the Dodgers over here playing uh-huh. the Rockies. I got UFC fight night. I, got See, the, I thought you were going to say I got you. I got I the Lakers. Say, got no, you, no, 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 no. I got the Lakers, <laughs> and then I got Sean Porter. Oh, nice. Fighting. And this is this is uh, this is this is good for me. I like this. I'm glad you're in heaven, man. That's good. That's fantastic. Right I'm there. in heaven. Now, I wanted to throw this out there because um <laughs> the NBA is a lot different right now under Adam Silver as the commissioner compared to David Stern. Now, the one thing that stood out to me recently it was Russell Westbrook on the sideline. He hasn't played in this Rocket series against OKC. He's been hurt. And Russell Westbrook was coaching everybody up in game one. He was wearing a sleeveless Iron Maiden t-shirt. And I'm like, man, it's so different right now under Silver compared to David Stern because David Stern had the dress code and the yeah, whole thing. I, I think they're laxed with the dress code in the bubble. 
guys they didn't guys didn't bring three pre suits. Nope. Right? Hard bottom shoes. So I, I think they're a little lax. Yeah, but some of the stuff the guys are wearing, I'm like, where? Where are you going? Are you going to do laundry? <laughs> it's just and it's not necessarily worse. It's just different. And the most obvious is the fight for racial justice, right? I, and I, I'm curious. I wanted to ask you this question, big man, because we know David Stern was all about standing in a dignified manner during the anthem and all that, but it's a different climate. If this is post-George Floyd and David Stern is the commissioner of the NBA, what do you think his outlook would be in terms of kneeling during the anthem or anything like that? How do you think he would have approached that whole thing? I think David Stern knew exactly that he had a player-driven league. Mm -hmm. He built the league to its prominence off of players, namely Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Remember, David Stern is the one who implemented that NBA is fantastic, right? It didn't matter which game was being played. And back then, you know, there's only two channels that played games. But the commercial was in L.A., Fast Break Lakers, Arsenio Hall, Jack, all the other stars saying NBA action is fantastic. That was the moniker for the league. Mm -hmm. He knew exactly how to market and promote the league. When Michael Jordan came along, it took it to a whole nother level. And he, he, he relished in that. And so I think given the current climate that he would have embraced it because he knew, right? He, he knew what had to, to happen. Like you can't alienate mm -hmm. your workforce. Like you right. can't do it and be successful. Yeah, it it would be fascinating to see how it would play out with David Stern in charge here and now because we know there were many instances where Adam Silver prioritized business first. It was business. It was, hey, people are going to call me a racist because I have this dress code. So be it. I think it's the best business approach for the NBA as a league. But I think this post-George Floyd climate, and what the players were thinking, and what the players were talking about, maybe not even resuming play. I just can't imagine David Stern would iron, would rule with an iron fist all across the board. No, he couldn't. He wouldn't be no allowed protesting, to. No protesting, no messages, no nothing. Like, we're standing in a dignified manner. If you don't do it, then get out. I, I just don't think it would work wouldn't right happen, now. Wouldn't happen, because guys wouldn't show up. Now, you got to remember, David... It's not without error. He did allow Donald Sterling to, to, to roam freely for quite some time. Sure. Oh, sure. Right? Who's a friend of his? We all know that. So, you know, there has been, you know, some, well, you, you know, you raise your eye like, oh, how did he let that happen? You know? But for the most part, I think he would, he would understand that this movement is something he couldn't get in the way of. Right. Yeah, and I think that the NBA, I think it was twofold because there's been a lot of talk about the ratings falling off. The playoff ratings down 40%. That's a lot. It's a significant drop-off. Um, but with the NBA, 
being so receptive to protesting and embracing the message on the court, messages on the jerseys. I think that the NBA truly wanted to be one of the leaders in the fight for social and racial justice. And I also think this was something that they had to do. I think they had to embrace it because what kind of league do you have if you say, nope, none of that, but the players don't show up or enough prominent players don't show up? That's not a good product either. No, it's not. You got to, you know, look, David Stern was a businessman, like you said. So... He was. He's not losing sponsors. They're not. The NBA is not losing sponsors. They're gaining sponsors. They're gaining notoriety. Yeah. Because of the stands, because the country's in a, in an uproar over social injustice. So, you know, it's not a misstep by any stretch of the imagination for them to embrace what players are are are, are and what they feel. And you you'll find a lot of. Uh, companies and businesses aligned with that feeling. No, that's absolutely true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting climate. I can understand. I put it like this, where some people don't want politics involved in sports, where it's kind of like you don't mix business with pleasure type thing. Uh, some people are just wired like that. So you're going to take a hit in instances with certain people that just don't want that. And I think at some rate, you just have to say, well, so be it. We can't please everybody. And we think this is the best way to go about our league in this current climate. It'd be like, listen, man, I understand it. If you turned on a presidential debate between Trump and Biden, and all of a sudden they're playing one-on-one, like a basketball game (laughs) breaks out, you'd be like, what is happening right now? So there are some people that are just like, what is, I thought I was watching basketball instead of, protesting and it turns off some people i think the nba is like look so be it we're not going to please everybody i think it's just it's the only approach they can take at this time yeah, that you, you, makes the most sense you're right you're not going to please everybody but you also want to be on the right side of history that's right yes and i think totally. that's important i think that's important um the nfl had to be they had an opportunity to be that four years ago now they're pushing forward to be that now Right. So the NBA is not going to let it get itself into a a situation where, you know, that's even a question. That's the best point is imagine if the NFL did what the NBA is doing like four years ago. Oh, my God. Right. You know, like we're we're not looking at the NFL like, oh, man, they're still paying for the decision they made four years ago. If they channeled their NBA, what they're doing right now. Right. It would have made a huge difference. Yeah. It'll made a huge difference. And it wouldn't have turned off a lot of people. Right. Yeah, that's true. You man. always it's... look as a company, as a business, as anything, you always want to be on the right side of history. Because eventually it's going to go your way. It, look it, at Ali. You right? know you it is. Muhammad Ali. Right? He wasn't met with open arms at the time. but No, he was a traitor. Yeah. Muhammad Ali, a traitor? Right? And so... When you look at the course of history and how things play out, like you said, which side are you going to be on? You better pick the right side because yeah. the wrong side acts the South. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's all about the long run. Oh. If you're on the wrong side, even if it pays off in the short term, it's not in the long run. Not in it's the long run. run. Trust yeah. me. 
I want to compare the Lakers to a, uh, a football team in a second, but there's no comparison for the czar of updates. If you That doesn't even make sense. No, it does make sense. <laughs> I'm thinking czar of the telestrator. I'm like, he doesn't have a telestrator. He can still be a czar of updates. That is our guy. Steve DeSager, you take it away, Steve. I don't know. That sounds very Russian to me. A little caveat and asterisk about the NBA playoff ratings, which are certainly down overall. There's a ton of day games, weekday day games in Orlando. The four primetime games to start the week, including Laker games, have been very good. About 2.75 million viewers on cable, and that's up 16% from last year. Anything prior to primetime, though, it's under 1.3 million viewers. Well, Carmelo Anthony has showed up in the third quarter, six for six shooting from the floor, but the Lakers have now taken an 86-78 lead over the Blazers. About three minutes left in the third. This first-round series tied at a game apiece. In the first half, the backcourt was great for the Blazers. C.J. McCollum had 20 points. Damian Lillard had 19. They have combined for two whole points in the third quarter. LeBron James has scored 31. He has six turnovers as well. In fact, the Lakers had 12 turnovers in the first half and a ton of free throws, which included a ton of missed free throws in the first half. They were 18 of 31 from the stripe, which sounds like a lot of free throws. It is, but then realize that in years past, in a Lakers-Blazers playoff game, Shaquille O'Neal had 25 free throws by himself in one quarter in one playoff game against Portland. That was back in the Shaq, uh, Hack-a-Shack. Hack-a-Shack days. Uh, that was in the conference finals. And then there was an NBA finals game right after that where he, with the Hack-a-Shack. He had 39 free throws in one finals game by himself, and that also is a record. 37 total free throws as a team for the Lakers. They're actually making some in the third quarter and updating under two and a half minutes to go in the third. It's now Lakers 89-78 over Portland. Lakers shooting 51% from the floor. Oklahoma City got on the board in its best of seven, coming back for an overtime win against Houston. OKC 119-107 the final. Dennis Schroeder 29 points. Chris Paul scored 26. Top seed in the East Milwaukee is up two games to one after beating Orlando 121-107. Miami leads three games to none, downing Indiana 124-115, although Malcolm Brogdon of the Pacers did have 34 points, 14 assists. Dustin Johnson leads by five strokes at Boston. Tiger Woods is in 67th place out of the 70 golfers who made the cut. Woods shot 73 today. Denny Hamlin won the NASCAR race at Dover, his sixth victory of the season. The Mets weekend series against the Yankees was postponed. The Padres going for a sixth straight win are in action tonight. My goodness, are they? They've hit five home runs in the first two innings in San Diego, hardly known as a home run ballpark. They led 11-1 to after two against the Houston Astros. It's Padres 11-1 in the bottom of the fourth now. The Dodgers at 20-8 and on the season are leading the Rockies 2-1. to Earlier wins for the Angels, Pittsburgh, and Washington won the first of a doubleheader. The second went to the Marlins. Bad news for the Nationals pitcher Steven Strasburg will have season-ending surgery next week. Back to you. Thank you very much, Steve. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. I want to make a couple of comparisons, big man. I want to see if you give me a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down on this one. I look at the Lakers. I'm going to compare them to a football team. I'm going to compare them to the 49ers in just one aspect. If you are doing damage with your front court as a basketball team, with your bigs, 
I think it's like a reliable running game in football. You know? Like the running game travels. You know this as a former offensive lineman. If it's raining sideways, if it's snowing, if it's a sunny day, if you can run the ball effectively, you can just keep going right back to it, right back to it. It's going to work. It's going to function. That's how I look at the Lakers. When they have the advantage in the front court and they can just bully the Blazers at the rim with offensive rebounds and easy putbacks and LeBron driving to the rack and they just don't have an answer – you're just going to keep going back to the well over over and over again. And it's reliable. It's more reliable than living with jump shots. That's how I would compare the Lakers. Do you sign off on that I do comparison? sign off on that. That's a good comparison because I've been in situations where we just couldn't pass the ball. For whatever reason, I'm with Houston. We're playing in Oakland. We can't pass it. I'm, I don't know. So we ran the ball every time. We ran it every time. We actually won a game with nine yards passing or negative eight, something. It was crazy. <laughs> but we had 158 yards rushing. And it was a situation where I'm looking at the sideline. I'm like, keep running it. Let's go. They can't stop us. It's, number one, it's demoralizing. Right? It, it takes the soul from yes. the other team. Totally. To know that we're going to run it. Look, our passing game was done. We're only going to run the ball. And you still can't muster up the force to stop us, right? So if your front line is destroying and you can just go, that's why Shaq was so dominant, right? You know, first of all, he didn't have a jump shot, right? It's a dunk or a hook. (laughs) That's it. It was nothing else. But in the finals, he was scoring 42 a game. He couldn't shoot free throws. So to keep giving it to Shaq, to keep giving it to AD, to have LeBron go right down the heart uh, uh, of the defense and score in the paint, that's something that, it'll drive, number one, to drive a coach crazy. And number two, you take the soul yeah. from your, 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 your competitor. You snatch yep. it out. Like, okay, there's nothing we can do. And if you look at the Lakers, if this is a jump shooting contest, if that's what the series shapes up to be, they're losing. They're going to lose. That's why they've got to go down with their advantage. They've got to go with the front court. They've got to make a living in the paint closer to the rim instead of outside. They were five for 32 from three in game one. You know, like they're not a good three point shooting team. They're not that bad over the long haul. But they're not very good. So you got to stick with your advantage and just pound them down low. Yeah, you do. And and it makes a team feel hopeless. It's like no matter what we can do, right? Like that's the way you beat Houston. When you watch Houston play, mm-hmm. like you have you most teams start playing like Houston plays. That's right. We said this with the Warriors, yeah. Cedric Sabalos. He would say, don't try to out-warrior the Warriors. You can't do that. You, you, yeah. Right? Like, you're not running any sets. You're up and down the court, shooting three. Everybody on the court shooting threes. Uh-huh. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not what we do. Let's bring the ball up the court. James Harden or P.J. Tucker is guarding Anthony Davis on the block, three feet away from the basket. Let's work on that. Yep. Yeah. We'll take the tools because eventually 
they're going to cool off. Now, they may have a game which they've had where they hit 23 threes. You're not, you're not going to beat that. Right? You're not beating that. It, that it, it's it's yeah. going to be what it's going to be. If a team's going to make 23 threes, what, what are you going to do? Right. It's, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's because they shoot 56 threes, you don't shoot 52. That's right. Yeah. Stick with, with, stick with what you do best. And especially in this series against the Blazers. And if that's the matchup in the next round, if it's Lakers-Rockets, it's going to be the same storyline. Your advantage is down low. Use your advantage. Use it all day long. <laughs> I take LeBron James, I'll put him on the post. Who's going to guard him? James Harden? Yeah. Right. Who's going to guard him Who's in this guard series? Him? Gary Trent Jr. He competes hard. He's undersized. He's not going to slow down LeBron. Not happening. Right? We're going, we, get, we, get, we, want, we want to out-rebound him, and we're going to get all the tools you're going to give us. That's it. Right? Give them one shot at three. If they make it, they make it. If not, we get the rebound. Right. The Rockets might not be as sexy as a – It's not going to be sexy. A 35-yard pass down the sideline. It's not going to be sexy. Hey, man, those seven-yard runs, you have enough of them. All of a sudden, that scoreboard looks sexy at the end of the game. I tell you what, if you can get four yards every time you run the ball, you get a first down. You'll run yourself right into the end zone. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. You'll run yourself right into the end zone. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, couple of boo-boos and a funny story about a lizard. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios, top of the hour. Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres, keep it locked. Lots of hoops to discuss. I'm sure they'll talk a little bit of ball as the season draws closer. How about that dunk by Nurk? Nurk, Nurk had a uh, a dunk, and it looked like the parting of the Red Sea. I don't know what was going on with the Lakers' defense. This is not exactly lockdown defense on either side. The Blazers gave up 40 points in the third quarter as their third quarter woes continue this season. I don't know what's going on with them, but I, I Blazers' defense makes me pull my hair out, Ephraim, and uh, there have been a few instances tonight, more than a few with the Lakers, where they're just not bringing the effort. They're much better defensively than they've shown. That dunk by Nurk was just a joke. Yeah, it's been a couple of those where, you know, they're so conscious of guarding those guards uh, on the three-point line that they just freeze, right? They freeze and they don't want to pack the paint because most people don't go in the paint. Even Nurkic in this in this series, he's he's, you know, a wing player pretty much. So you get out of the habit of of being down there, you know, and boom, next thing you know, right through the lane, dunk, easy. I've compared the Blazers' defense to onions. Follow me on this one, Ephraim. Give me a thumbs up or thumbs down at the end of this little spiel of mine. When you get a burger, I, I get it without onions. I just don't prefer the dominant taste of onions on my burger. Some people like it, but we should all be able to agree it's a dominant taste. You can taste onions on your Absolutely. burger, there's no doubt. I think that's what the Blazers' defense is in this series. It's just too dominant of a factor for them to overcome in my mind. I think that's what does them in. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take it. I'll take that. You'll take it if that's the I'll case. sign off on that every time. By the way, a couple of boo-boos here before a story about a lizard that's pretty entertaining. Mike Milbury, he'll be not he won't be doing any more coverage of the NHL playoffs at NBC Sports. Uh, a boo-boo here, they're talking about the bubble and 
being able to lock in and all of that. And he said, not even any, uh, any women here to, to disrupt your concentration. And so uh, that's why he's not going to be around. Some people took exception to that as if women are only a distraction. And uh, so he's not going to be doing any more coverage. Not a wise statement. No, it's not. It's you got to have foresight <laughs> with an open mic. Got to have foresight, man. How about this? this is another story. You brought this to my attention, big man. Kyle Larson, former NASCAR driver. So he used the N word in a virtual race back in April. And so he was out of a job. Chip Ganassi racing. They were like, see ya fired by. So he did a recent interview, Kyle Larson. And he says, quote, I was just ignorant and immature I didn't understand the negativity and hurt that comes with that word. And also that that's not a word that I had ever used. (laughs) (laughs) Your thoughts on that, Ephraim? He didn't understand the sensitivity of that word. It's breaking news to him. Didn't know. And he's never used it before. Because first occurrence. In context of what he was saying, it it just literally came out. It, It didn't even have a place in what was going on. Like, it was like, wait, what? What did he say? And why did he say it? Yeah. You can't do that. Now you look dumber. You're an idiot for doing it. Now you look dumber. Consequences. You know, it's one of these things, man. If you go back to while we're playing the boo-boo game, if you will, Tom Brenneman earlier this week, who was calling a Reds game. And he used an anti-gay slur, right? And in his apology, which was, for the most part, really good. He was like, I am sorry. I truly apologize. All that's good. But in there, he was like, this isn't who I am. And this is basically what Kyle Larson is saying, too. Like, I, I, this isn't me. Yes, it is. It is you. (laughs) He wouldn't have said it if it it wasn't you. Literally, you said it. Like you, in, in in the middle of his apology, he called a home run. Oh, I can't take that guy serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now if we lighten it like, up here, like literally in the middle yeah. of the apology, uh, and we got a home run here, and I was like, okay, nope, sorry, nope. <laughs> that was it for you. That's not it. Okay, to lighten it up before we get out of here, this is from Nasir Little. He plays for the Blazers. He's a rookie. He had a lizard break into his room there (laughs) in the bubble in Orlando. So a little bit from his IG. Check this out. How'd you even get in here, bro? The door's not even open. I've never even been outside. Okay, so he's got to get this lizard out. So here's the game plan. Check it out. I hit on my friend, my friend, Jalen Horde, to come help me catch this lizard, right? He go, nah, bro, I don't do lizards, but you're on your own. So I'm like, damn, it's like that. I'm like, bro, I don't even need you to mess with the lizard, bro. Just hold the light at least so I can hold the cup and then slide the thing under and get him out. I can't see him because he's in a dark corner. He's like, nah, my guy. All right, so he's on his own. This is the ending to the story. No, so, my guy. Long story short, the lizard is gone. I don't, he's, in the, he's in the room. I don't know where he's at. He went under the couch, so I tried to push the couch, and next thing you know, I see a dead cockroach. At that point, I'm like, I don't even want to see what's under this couch. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Like, we could just live together, bro. Me and the lizard just going to stay together. There it is. Nasir Little and the lizard. Roommates. A match made in heaven. Everybody have a good one.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 